I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. And I'm Coach Victoria. And today we're gonna to be talking about approaching as an introvert. So many of you out there might be more introverted and it could be difficult to meet new people mm -hmm. when you're shy and you don't want to approach new people. Right. Right? Essentially, when you're introducing yourself to somebody new or trying to meet new people, you're putting yourself out there and you're risking rejection, mm -hmm. which is very scary. And I think on a biological level, incorporated into us that we don't want to be rejected by others because mm -hmm. then you could get rejected by the tribe right. and then that could mean your death. So I think there's some biological component to not wanting to get rejected by somebody new. And, you know, if you're an introvert, you probably feel like the extroverts in your life get a lot of the attention. Mm -hmm. Maybe you had siblings that were more extroverted than you right. and more outgoing. And you may feel like, you know, you don't get as much attention because of that. But many people that are introverts are quietly confident. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So they may do things in a more subtle way. So mm -hmm. don't think that just because you're introverted that you're not necessarily looked at as a confident person because I think a lot of people will wonder about you mm -hmm. and they'll start to get curious about you if you kind of display that confident behavior with them. Right, and confidence and extrovertedness get conflated a lot. And extroverted people can have a lot of insecurities and more introverted people could be very confident in themselves. So extrovertedness is not necessarily a measure of confidence. So we're gonna talk about that in this video and give you some tips on how to approach people if you feel more introverted yourself and if you have a hesitance toward reaching out to people. Yeah. So the first thing that you wanna do is have the mindset of curiosity. So many times we can get caught up in the idea of wanting to impress the other person or captivate the other person's attention by being extravagant yeah. or you know trying to impress them. So instead of trying to impress them, focus your energy on learning about them, yeah. asking them questions, asking for their opinion or view on you know any subject that you might be interested in just to get the conversation started. Yeah, and it could be as simple as just asking the basics. Mm -hmm. What's your name? Where are you from? General things to get a little bit about them is enough to often get the ball rolling where a connection be, can be formed, you know? Right. What do you like to do for fun? Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. Although I wouldn't lead with that because people feel... <laughs> but if you start to get to know yeah. the person, you say, oh, I, you know, I'm in the softball league or whatever mm -hmm. it is that you enjoy doing. Exactly. Yeah, and I would stay away from hot topics like politics or religion just right off the bat since that can turn people off. 
and it's very controversial. You wanna to get to know a person before you start talking about those differences and just have a foundation of respect for each other. Yeah, you you better to ease into mm -hmm. topics that can be more sensitive, you know, with different beliefs about things like that. Exactly. The other thing I think that it's important is to stay present mm -hmm. and mindful when you're talking to somebody new. It can be really overwhelming and you can kind of maybe talk too much and monopolize the conversation. So you kind of want to take a breath and try and stay present in the moment when you're talking to somebody new, right? Mm -hmm. Relax and remember you want to listen, okay? And practice your listening skills with just friends or family, mm -hmm. people that you already feel comfortable with. And that way, when you're with somebody new, mm -hmm. you're more likely to be mindful of that and, and listen to what's going on with the other person. Right, a lot of times when we're about to talk to somebody who we see as important and somebody that we would like to impress, yeah. we can get out of the, the moment very easily. So if you are able to use those skills with your friends and family, and that's easy to forget often just to be mindful with friends and family, yeah. but that's really where you can start to ground yourself and then slowly you know, start talking to people who you might see as more intimidating and through that, you'll find out maybe they're not as intimidating as you thought. Yeah, I've seen both sides of it mm -hmm. personally, like knowing what it's like, because when I did stand-up comedy, you're very anxious mm -hmm. about what you're gonna say, how people are gonna respond to it, and that's really nerve-wracking. But at the other side of it, every day when I'm doing calls, you guys are nervous to talk to me, and mm -hmm. I know that, and you tell me that every day. I'm so nervous, <laughs> I'm starting, you start to get anxious, forget, mm -hmm. and I just, hey, relax, it's, I'm easy to talk to, and I, constantly comfort people by just reminding them, mm -hmm. I do this every day, don't worry, I, I'm here to help you, just relax. And so I see what it's like to be on both ends of it. Mm -hmm. And it you know, can be overwhelming, but if you just practice your mm -hmm. listening and practice these skills, it will be much easier. Right, so you can just start with small steps and to get accustomed with strangers, starting with a barista or a cashier mm -hmm. and using small talk just to get used to that feeling of approaching anybody at all, yeah. that can help you ease into it more. Yeah. Another big point that you should remember is to maintain eye contact. Yeah. Eye contact is very important when establishing connections with people. And there is a cultural component to this as well as some cultures don't use as much eye contact or it could be seen as disrespectful. Mm -hmm. But in the context of our Western culture, if you try to maintain eye contact for 50% of the time while speaking and 70% of the time while listening, mm -hmm. according to a Michigan University study, that was the most natural seeming eye contact interaction. And you can use graphs and charts to keep track of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Or if it's easier, just try to keep eye contact for four to five seconds at a time. Uh, but remembering to maintain eye contact with people can help you establish that connection. And also use eye contact to before you start talking to somebody. So oftentimes what happens is in a bar or you know even at the library, wherever you are, you make eye contact with that person and mm -hmm. see if they notice you before you go up and approach them. Mm -hmm. So don't just rely on your words, uh, but also use your eye contact and your body language. And pay attention to their body language exactly. too. Exactly, right? yeah. I could picture somebody though with like a little stopwatch 
monitoring how <laughs> much I <laughs> Okay, I got to keep track. Coach Craig and Victoria said this has got to be 50 to 70% of the time. It's just something to think about. Don't stress over it, of course. We don't want to increase your anxiety for an already nervous <laughs> moment, but just something to think about. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to push yourself out there a little mm -hmm. bit at a time and new ways or scenario situations, maybe during a hobby or an activity or interest that you like to do. So you could just get more comfortable around it because the more you do it, the more comfortable you're going to get at it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And dancing is a really great example of this. And dancing is one of those things that you don't use words to express your emotions and your feelings or, you know, whatever you want to communicate to somebody. So I think this is a really good example of branching out there. And in the dance community, I can think of one person in particular that is a very introverted person and many people would consider him to be very shy. Yeah. But dancing and as he expresses himself and dances with other people in the community or at dance socials, he's very expressive. So don't limit yourself when it comes to, you know, your interests or, or how you get out there and how you express yourself. Because there are very many different ways of approaching people. And uh, in fact, this guy in particular ended up dating somebody in the dance community mm -hmm. and they lived happily ever after. <laughs> so my point in that is, is try new things and take risks and think outside of the box. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that you really want to focus on with dating and relationships is, you know, growing past your issues. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means pushing yourself in ways that you hadn't done before. And in order to do that, you have to often look at your past and work on the things that have hurt yourself, you know, your self-esteem mm -hmm. and your self-worth that you've become insecure because it's really, you know, those insecurities that we've been hurt with that cause us to become shy ultimately. Mm -hmm. You know, if you watch kids when they're very young, mm -hmm. they're just so silly and playful mm -hmm. and they don't feel like they're being judged because they've been given, you know, especially if they're in a home where they're given a lot of love and attention. So you got to work through your past so you can get to a good place and socialize better with other people. Right. And introvertedness is not always a sign of insecurity, but it definitely can be. And it can be a sign of many different types of anxiety, social anxiety, low self-esteem. So these are all things that you can work on if those are present in your life. A major thing that you could do is start by being aware of the way that you talk to yourself. So this could be by using positive affirmations and repeating those as mantras every day just to remind yourself, you know, that you are a worthwhile person. And if somebody doesn't have the effort to put into you or, you know, to doesn't like being around you, then that person is probably not worth being around in the first place. Yeah, a lot of times we can take that personal, mm -hmm. like if you approach somebody and they're not interested, you really shouldn't take that personal because you don't know who they are. Right. You don't know anything about them. You know, they could have a, you know, a relationship they've been in for years. Mm -hmm. They could be focused on getting their ex back. You might look right. like their brother or their sister. Yeah. It could be a million reasons yeah. somebody's not interested and none of them could be anything to do with you. Mm -hmm. They could just have their own problems. Right. So don't take those things personally. And mm -hmm. it's not easy to do that. But when you get to a good place and you're centered good and within yourself, mm -hmm. then you don't take that stuff as personal, right? right. 
And if you think you're going to be nervous when you're approaching people, you could just jot down some questions on your phone mm -hmm. and remember them before the interaction, mm -hmm. and it will help you. Or even pull them up on the phone and don't let them see. <laughs> just take a moment to look so mm -hmm. you calm down and relax, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, another big thing that you don't want to do, you know, is you don't want to come on so strong. Mm -hmm. And... A lot of people will overcompensate for their insecurities by coming on strong. Mm -hmm. Maybe you talk about how much money you make. Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of women complain about it. He goes into how successful and yeah. powerful he is. And, you know, you're just trying to get to know the person. But yeah. that's really because of your insecurity and you're trying mm -hmm. to overcompensate. Right. And remember that you, too, are also deciding if you like this person. So a lot of times we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have them like us. But consider you're getting to know them. You want to know what they're about. And there is the chance that, you know, you might not vibe with them. So yes, that's big. Focus on yourself, too, and how you're experiencing the interaction. You should go over there with the idea of, I want to get to see what they're like. Exactly. I want to know if I'm going to like them. Mm -hmm. You want to have that attitude, not, are they going to like me? Is it, mm -hmm. am I going to like them? Right. And the last tip that we wanted to go over is playfulness. Mm -hmm. You know, we make such a big deal about interactions and we get really anxious and we're afraid of rejection and we kind of catastrophize these things. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you really want to have fun and enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. You want to laugh, make jokes, have a good time. And when you get into a good place, you're comfortable if they don't laugh at your jokes. You're comfortable mm -hmm. if you start to try and talk with somebody new and they're just not vibing with you. You realize, okay, well, I'm just trying to have a good time and get to know somebody. And mm -hmm. if they're not wanting to get to know me as well, okay, it's their loss. Mm -hmm. You know, so play, play, having a good time, joking around. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it's not the end of the world if you go over and introduce yourself to somebody new and they're not interested. Mm -hmm. There's lots of people that will be, and mm -hmm. you want to focus on them. Yeah, and you also want to see if you will connect on that humor level. Because play is such an important part of a relationship, and maintaining that connection and that fun and vitality in the relationship. Yeah, it really gives a lot of energy. It does, it does. And also, being silly and playful can lead to a gazillion different types of conversations. Yeah. So you just never know where you're going to end up with when you start a conversation about goldfish, and then you end up with... Carrots with mussels. <laughs> exactly. You just never know where it's going to go. And that's the unexpectedness, the fun in it, right? And that's an inside joke between us. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but, you know, you don't want to take life so seriously mm -hmm. that you're not enjoying your connections with other people and laughing and mm -hmm. joking around. But, you know, you're creating a nice energy and a connection with somebody else that they won't forget. Right. And just a last little tip before we let you go. This is something that I actually heard in therapy myself. But if you just think about the interaction being the first 10 seconds are going to be scary. And then after that, you'll start to relax. If you can have that mindset of, if I can get through the first 10 seconds of this, I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. That can jumpstart you for the interaction. You know, it can start to calm you down. Once you pass that first 10 seconds, you can think to yourself, I got this. Yeah. So just try that. It might work for you. Uh, you also don't want to miss out on these opportunities. So that's why we thought it would be helpful to share this type of a video 
because we don't want you to miss out on those opportunities and we don't want your own fear to hold you back from who you could meet and the interactions that you could have. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you one last thing before we end this video. Mm -hmm. You know, I've hosted comedy for probably close to 20 years now, my mm -hmm. own little open mic. That's actually how we met. Yeah. She came to my comedy <laughs> show every week. Uh -huh. um, one of the things that I say to just about every comic when I bring them on stage to help them relax, have fun. Mm -hmm. I just say casually when I'm shaking their hand, have fun. Because I feel like it puts them at ease, mm -hmm. especially at the show that I run where there's so many people that are new to comedy right. and are just getting into it. Mm -hmm. So reminding them to have fun hopefully anchors them at least momentarily to give them a moment to get up there and relax and have mm -hmm. a good time because i want them to do well because if they do well then everybody's going to enjoy the show a lot better right exactly but hopefully you found this one mm -hmm. helpful and of course you can get our help personally at askcraig.net if you want to get my help i do email coaching and i do skype coach victoria will be training with us I will be here. Let us know in the comments section if you like this video and you want to see more of it. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.